0: to Chief and Mo. Today, we're going to be talking about a problem that's been around for quite some. Uh, once again, I am Chief.
1: And I am Mo.
0: And we are also Nick and Dan, respectively. And uh, we're going to be talking about the ESRB rating system. Now, you might be familiar with this. If you've ever bought a physical game from GameStop or any distributor... Um, and a common thing that would happen if you tried – if you are a little younger and you tried buying a T or M-rated game, they'd be like, is your parent present with us? And it was always this nerve-wracking experience of, oh, crap. Are, what are they going to tell my parents? Like, am I allowed to get this game or not? Are they going to bullet for me? You know? Yeah. You guys probably know about that. Um, problem that – and a problem that a lot of people have with it is just that – it's generally subjective um, and such a thing, it, at least to me, I think that such a thing that needs to be heavily enforced as much as something like, like uh, games, that this should not be subjective because, you know, it, like what if laws were subjective? Like it was like, oh, you can have a little bit of drugs in your car. You're fine if you have a lot, like what's a little, what's a lot, you know, like it, it shouldn't depend on the person. That should be a finite thing or that should be a thing that is not subject to, to change and is not like just a factual objective thing. I digress, however. Uh, Dan, G, Mo and I, we actually just uh, checked out ESRB's website and we did some quick research on the topic. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: actually, if you want to go one by one, we can describe each one.
0: Um, yeah, okay. I can do.
1: I can do first three. You can do last three. All right. Yeah. I'll do that's... e e ten plus, and I'll do team. That sounds good. All right. So the first one is for everyone. That that one is about suitable for anybody, and minimal cartoon, uh, minimal violence, and the use of m- mild language. So no bad words. Just kind of keeping it safe for everyone. So yeah, it's um, so like cartoon
0: cartoon fantasy or mild violence right
1: and the next one is 10 and up and it is mild violence mild language so it's kind of like for everyone but it mm-hmm. does have more suggestive violence, themes yeah there's also yeah. a
0: thing about suggestive themes on there
1: and then the next one is teen, 13 and up um violence um crude humor so like you know a little mm-hmm. bit dark on the darker side yeah. There's going to be a little bit of blood here and there. So, like, I remember uh, I got a Looney Tunes game. I believe it was rated teen because there was, like, I think there was some blood or something in the game. Don't remember. Right. Um, simulated gambling. I'm actually surprised about that one. I thought that would be in a mature game, mm. like GTA. That's yeah. simulated gambling, but that's kind of interesting. And then, yeah. use of strong language in teen. That's Infre- crazy.
0: Infrequent, however. um. So, like, I had uh, Amazing Spider-Man on my 3DS, and uh, let me tell you, when you're like, when you're 10 years old and you're playing a game and someone says, damn it, that was just mind-blowing. But no, I'm pretty sure yeah, that that's, that's that, in team. yeah, that and some of the blood, it, that was one of the only T-rated games I was allowed to play.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, we go a little further and you get the M rating. Um, awesomely enough, uh, just uh, I think within like two months ago, with, within the last two months, uh, I actually went to my local GameStop and I went to buy Fallout 4. And the thing is I'm used to buying games online, but uh, I, I believe I talked about this in an earlier episode, but they actually carded me because I was trying to buy Fallout 4. And I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Like I wasn't nervous or anything, but I was. it was kind of a shock to me. Like, I was put off. I'm like, oh, I forgot people still do that. And so the guy was really weird. He's like, maybe he has a fake ID. I'm like, yeah, dude. I got a fake ID to buy Fallout 4. But, but, yeah, no. Basically, what this is going to have, generally suitable for ages 17 and up. So it may contain intense violence, blood and gore, um, sexual content, and strong language. And what they mean by sexual content, um, if it is, like, you know, bare ass, like, that's a little different, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, fact is, if it's like totally nude or something like that, you know, like yeah. if it's straight up pornography, that's just an A rating right there. We're going to get into that in a second. But an example of M7 of M rated or as they call it, M17 plus or M17 uh, Call of Duty, um, you know, you got knives and blood There's and, and in frequent cases, there's dismemberment that's going to get you M rating. I remember there's a part in Black Ops 3. uh, When I was playing it, you actually had the option to censor that part, and it was just completely bored out. And I never Mm -hmm. saw the uncensored part of it. I'm like, okay, that must have been really messed up. Like, it was just. Yeah.
1: So, if I could add on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, underneath that rating is also Grand Theft Auto.
0: Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5. And also
1: under that is Cyberpunk, which I feel like is pushing it, though. Yeah. I mean I played Cyberpunk and there's a there's an option to blur. So I'm pretty sure that's why it, it gets the M rating.
0: Yeah, we'll go over the process that they use in a bit, but yeah, um the now one of the rarest ratings ever is adult is A rating. So it's adults only, 18 and up. So, Ace the site uh puts it as this. Content suitable only for adults ages 18 and up. May include prolonged scenes of intense violence graphic sexual content and or gambling with real currency so what that would basically mean is like video poker you know that's an a rating automatically and that's going to be heavily enforced because a you can't gamble if you're under age of 18 so that's why it's very important but it's not like you're going to commonly come across a game that isn't just like a web-based thing like i remember coming across obviously i wasn't allowed to partake in such a thing but there's a place where you can do online gambling with bitcoin and uh the whole point of that is it's untraceable you know other than the blockchain and if you could somehow connect to that to so your account then i guess you're screwed at that point but yeah um if that were an actual licensed game that would be a rating so if you had something that was just prolonged scenes of graphic violence you know like some crazy thing like uh i don't know like apocalypse now or cannibal holocaust you know those are movies but like if they made the game adaptation of it, it would probably be A rating. And there are so few of those. And one of which that actually was A-rated for a while, but then not, was GTA Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And there's an awesome story to this. I'll 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 sum it up real quick. But basically, when GTA San Andreas was going to come out in two thousand four, there was a small problem. Um it so what happened was um the, the process that they go through, ESRB, uh, they will um, have three testers that go through it. Well, okay, they'll have the people that made the game fill out a questionnaire. It's like, does it contain this? Does it contain that? But luckily, there, it's, it's also another thing. It's like, is there context to explain why this is such or why it's not really violent or why it looks like violence, you know? It's like he didn't really get shot in the head. It was like a water gun, but it looked like it, you know? Important stuff like that. They're like, okay, cool. And so I passed the test and I got an M rating. When they sent it out, uh, they sent out a bunch of PC copies and some people decided to try and mod the game because everybody liked modding like GTA 3 and all the games before that. And so that's what they got to it. And in one of the JSONs, which is basically a script file, it tells, it tells the game when to load each of the files, what to do, if such and such happens, you know, like just arguments and how to resolve them. Uh, somebody found something. Uh, it, they found a secret level called Hot Coffee. Now, you'd say, all right, if it's a secret level they should it to school, is that it's not exactly. See, they had the level in there, and then they're like, no, nah, we can't have this in the game. And if you didn't know what the Hot Coffee level was, it was basically a prolonged sex scene. It was almost like a mini game, if I remember being told correctly. Um with uh, as with a protagonist, uh, CJ. And they had to cut it out, right, for obvious reasons. But the problem is you can't just cut out a level. They had to keep some of the assets in there because, like, you know, one of the assets was CJ. And you can't have the game without CJ. You'd just be playing around as, like, a wisp or some crap. It wouldn't work. And you had to have some of those assets. And so if the – and they had to push this out really quickly. So they, I'm pretty sure – it boiled down to changing a true statement to a false, and they sensed it out, and it was that way. So, technically, if you went in and modified it, the game, you could access this level. And ESRB heard about this, and they put an A rating on it, and they're like, oh, crap, like, this is really bad for us. And so they went in, and they patched it, and they got it. And you would think that's where it ends, but actually, No. Uh, the both the Clintons, um, Hillary Clinton and uh, Bill Clinton, were outraged with this. As was a committee of parents who were also mad. And and the thing is, you can't expect parents in 2005 to understand. Oh yeah, through a process of basically hacking and going through the game files and modifying it, you get to a sex scene. No, they saw it as the game has a sex scene. You know, because the A rating was there damage was done they're like well crap what are we gonna do and Mm -hmm. these this committee of parents they're called the peaceaholics and they protested rockstar and they had a demand a list of demands it was five demands one of them was which that they wrote a formal apology to the parents and that they did um there was some really crazy stuff like that they take the game off of the shelves. or They do all this stuff. I'm pretty sure Rockstar literally like laughed at their faces. They really were like, dude, no. A, kids are not supposed to be playing this game. We never said that. It's their own fault if you bought a game for your kids thinking they could handle M. And then they got a modded version of their game. They didn't get the modded stuff from us. They got it from either their own means or through a friend you know, who's a hacker who illegally modified the game. And what's funny is Rockstar had such a field day with this that – and um, like, like I said, the level is called hot coffee, and this whole thing was called the hot coffee scandal. And GTA Four takes place in Liberty City. I'm sorry to digress, but this is funny to me. Uh, it's supposed to be New York, right? But if you go to the Statue of Liberty, you look really closely, uh, the face of the Statue of Liberty, it's actually Hillary Clinton. And instead of a torch, she's holding a cup of coffee just as a sw- slap in the face to say, hey, we won that one. Can't, um. You can't go back and – Honestly, I think it's one of the right. greatest victories um, ever. Looking?
1: Yeah, go ahead, man. So the difference between M&A may not seem like a lot, but yeah, that that probably hurt their sales a ton. Oh, it did. And um, yeah, I was just thinking about this too. Why don't they combine E10 Plus and team? Mm-hmm. Because when you go M&A, it's only one year apart, which is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, M&A,
1: I get that. But here's the thing. Um, Like, they can combine teen and everyone, and then... Well, okay, here's can, the thing.
0: Say you're... I'm, I'm 17, okay? So, obviously, I'm going to be playing a lot of teen games. I'm going to play be playing some M, M, M-rated games, right? So, like, an example of a teen game I might be playing once in a while, uh Star Wars The Force Unleashed. It was a game I grew up with. I have both the first and second game on my Xbox. I play it from time to time, right? Right. There's a little bit of violence, you know? I think there's some, like... Low-key dismemberment, but not a lot of blood. There's some blood, not a a bunch of blood. Now, M-rated, something like Fallout, where you can jib people, blow their limbs off, blow people's heads up. You know, lots of swearing, like S-word, D-word, sometimes F-word. Not a lot, but, you know, like Modern Warfare, something like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of gunshot wounds, all that. Red phosphorus, people, like, dying, just walking around looking for... Wife and shit. Okay, yeah, that that digress. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, my that, bad. That uh, yeah, we went from a zero to a hundred real quick. Uh, yeah. but yeah, basically, you know, if you're like a twenty year old, you're just gonna be playing seventeen M rated games, you know, because they're still fun. I I'm certain that I'm gonna find more for fun in five years, even still. But at a point, you know, an A rated game, if you. Again, I'll read the description again. Content suitable only for adults ages 18 and up. Main include prolonged scenes of intense violence intense violence, and graphic sexual content and or gambling with real currency. Now, when am I going to really want to do video poker? You know, that doesn't sound like fun. Like, I guess that's something that people are into and sadly it's a thing that a lot of people are addicted to. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong for that. I, I, I hope you can get help with that if that's something you're currently struggling with. But um, you know that's not my thing. I'm not gonna be into that. So if I see a game that's rated A, I'm gonna I, I, that's definitely gonna be a red flag. Like if I'm 20, because originally with if you had like the early development game, it's like okay, cool, my babies can play this. An E-rated game, it's like okay, my seven-year-old can play this. E10, it's like okay, cool, my 13-year-olds can play this. They can play just dance and crap. You know, there's a little bit of vulgarity in the words and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, suggestive themes and stuff, and the dance moves. You know, like some. Like uh, ethnic, bi- ethnic ethnic, Billy dancing and stuff, you know. And 13, it's like, hell, I'll look into it. But okay, cool, you can play it. You know, you can handle language. And it, it's a j- guideline of age. And then when you're 17, you're like, sick, I can play this. Honestly, I was playing Advanced Warfare when I was like 13 because my friend sold it to me. I wouldn't say I, it like impacted me or like it was like, Oh my God, I am scarred forever. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do with my wife? I've seen, I've seen things you won't believe. You know, it's not like that. It's very subjective, but you know, they had a fixed set of rules that they went by, and that's how it's graded. You know, that's how. And I, I I'm so glad I played that. But like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if I'm 18, it's not like yeah, I can play 18 I min mean, A rated games. It's like. Okay, cool. If I see an A rated game, I'm going to be like, what the hell is wrong with it? How did I get an A rated game? Like, I'm not, I might not be too down with seeing just a game where there's prolonged scenes of intense violence. You know, that could just mean like some really messed up stuff, just like super brutal gore and stuff. Like, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to say I'm pretty mature. I watched Apocalypse Now one time. Like, I've seen plenty of R rated movies, like uh, Pulp Fiction. I love those movies. But I watched like Apocalypse Now, and that was just a whole nother level of what did I just watch? I really wish I didn't see it, you know. But that's a specific case, you know. It was like psychological horror.
1: Didn't yeah, really want. So let me talk about something really quick before we get off task from what I want to talk about. Okay. So my first emulated game I played was Halo Three or Overreach. I can't remember. Okay. But um, I remember. Um, we were, my friend gave us the game for free because I didn't really have it on Xbox 360 Mm. and I saw it was rated M and I'm like, dang, I'm like, I think I was like, what? 13, 14. Right. Yeah. I was really young, but I'm like, why isn't it rated T? And during the mission, they scream a bad word. And I remember... (laughs) Um, uh, I was like... Oh, crap, where's mom? No, the speakers were up loud, and it said, like, a word. I immediately turned the, the Xbox off. And I was just sitting in the corner, like, with my wi- eyes wide open, my like, oh Just waiting for your parents. Exactly. And then they come in, they're oh, like,
0: hey, and you don't want to get your game taken, so what do you say? Uh, sorry, I stubbed my toe.
1: <laughs> no, no, I would have been smacked for that. But I was like, yeah, yeah well, the game randomly said it. Uh... But, right. uh, yeah, Th- you that know, was my yeah. first experience. And, like, looking back, I had friends playing GTA when they were really young. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching them play it, and I'm like, I want to play it, too. It looks and, so fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could do whatever you want. And I remember sp- I played it for my first time at 14-ish, maybe, 15, mm-hmm. around there. Actually, no, I was, like, 14. But... I was shocked, like that. Like GTA is a huge step up from Halo, Oh, for sure. Like in Halo, yes, you it's, don't, you, it's an animated death. Mm-hmm. It is an animated death, but in GTA, you can hit someone and make them go ragdoll style.
0: Yeah, it's a little more realistic. Hits home. Yeah. A...
1: So I definitely think Halo should be more on the team side.
0: Yeah, you know, That's a lot of people, a, a lot of people have um, gone on. The tangent of maybe we should do subcategories, you know. But the thing is, um that is the problem with that is there are over um I want to say a hundred thousand games ever made with ESRB ratings. Now, are they gonna go back and rate each and every one of those? That'll take years to do. First of all, yeah,
1: I wouldn't want to s- do that.
0: But secondly. There's so much more room for error, and okay, here's an example. Say um, you want to introduce subcategories, so you have a system between E10 and Teen, okay? That's like um, it's E10, but um, there's like, but there's like guns in it, and like there's blood that spews out. But is not as gory as like M, you know, and there's no sexual content and there's not exactly. a lot of gore, but but you can do headshots and stuff. And there's not – there's no language at all, okay? Say I'm so, playing Doom 1993.
1: I have a question. Right? Okay. What if a game has one scene where like um, that's a super, that's like violent, that makes it a mature game. But what if for the most part it's very mild mm-hmm. until that one part – would you consider it a team game or a mature
0: game? Yeah, that's honestly a problem. Um, Some more thing with – well, okay, yeah, actually. So, like, assume you're playing nineteen uh, Doom, like a classic Doom from 1993. And you're like, okay, um, I just want to play this, you know. I'm mature. I'm a mature 12-year-old. I think I can play this. You know, nowadays you might rate it as M, but th- there's no language in it. It, it. Like, almost nobody talks ever. But there's quite a bit of blood, a little bit of gore, you know. There's, like, some, like, face-melting stuff. So maybe M. But at the same time, it's, like, super old. The graphics are, like, you know, not too, like, realistic. It's all animated deaths. It's very simple. But it's also, like, um, okay, it, it's like, hey, Mom, can I play this? It's like, okay, let's see what it is. And, and it'll say extremely violent or something like that. Like you can't have subcategories that are like that. But also by the same token you couldn't have um a categorization system that says E1.2 or E1.8. Your parents are going to be like what the hell is this? And then they're going to be like no, you know what? I'm not messing with this. Just just play checkers with your weird cousin, you or- know. <laughs> it it's weird. And another th- this bothers me. This bothered me so much as a kid. If I was watching a... Um, how are movies rated? It's PG... It's G, PG, PG-13. PG, I mean, yeah. PG, and then PG-13, then R. Something then, I found...
1: Isn't there one or more after R? X.
0: Well, X is just
1: porn. But,
0: yeah. Um, basically, though... He, he, here's a problem I always had. If I was watching an old R-rated movie from the 80s, it would be like, you know, just a bunch of badass stuff happening. There would be one gory scene, or they would say the F word once, and then it would have a slightly suggestive theme that, you know, it's like, okay, parental guidance should be a precautionary here. But overall, it's not as much a thing. And they swear once. Swearing I've always kind of had an issue with, you know, I'm one to talk, but... But basically, um, if you were in uh, a PG-13 movie, what's more likely to happen is they're going to swear like 60 times, but they're going to say, you know, damn it, you're not going to say the F word or the S word. So yeah, it's weird. So it's yeah, like...
1: No, so I've, I've actually t- seen different. Mm. I've seen old older like PG-13 movie get away with saying the F bomb like several oh, times. Oh, yeah. Or the it middle finger. Way different. Which is but, weird. But they do it
0: once, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, to them, it's like two F-bombs is worth 30 damnets or, um, crap. when I was little and I heard someone say crap in a movie that was like rated for me, I would go tell my mom. I'm like, is that okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's all right. You know, I know you're, I say all the time you're 10 years old. You can say crap. Just like, it's not a nice word, but don't say it too much. You know? Um, yeah try to refrain from it though you know and so it's like okay yeah that makes sense i can work with that but it it was so weird just how borderline it was and like honestly there's so many old r-rated movies like um like john hughes movies um not all of them are r-rated but you know for instance uh wait is breakfast club r-rated
1: uh yeah it is i think i remember it being r-rated
0: Hold on, let me look this up. Breakfast collaborating. Let me just double check this. This is oh, not Rotten Tomatoes. I'm gonna want to look this up on IMDb. It's rated R. It, it says. Okay, rated R. So I'm like. It any anything like. Hmm.
1: Right. I don't know yeah. why. It's... Okay, so it, it yeah. Says it's not a reasonable rating. Because okay. It's not too mature.
0: Right. Okay. Anyway, um this movie I definitely would not if I had like some 13-year-olds I you're not going to agree with this maybe but I wouldn't let them watch it cuz it's just so a... it's pretty dark. You know, touches on some serious stuff like it goes on to the theme of like suicide pretty quick and there's some drug use in it. You know, that I'd say at some points that's a fair R rating but um also and a movie like uh plain have you, Dan, have you seen Plain Strange snowmobiles? Um, no. Okay, so basically it's Steve Martin who was like the funniest guy ever in the early 90s and John Candy who was the fat guy that everybody loved. He was in uh Uncle Buck. He was in he he played as the saxophone player in Home Alone, the first one who mm. got Kevin's mom a, a ride home. He, he was a staple and all those movies. Basically, um, the, the shortened preface of it is uh, John Candy gets Steve Martin's uh, – he delays his plans of getting back to his family in time for Thanksgiving. And a bunch of coincidences happen, and then they're both screwed over and can't get back home. And then um, it, it's just a bunch of – funny stuff and it's repetitive it's one of the most quotable movies in my house like we quote this stuff all the time we'll, we'll make a joke we'll, because there's a part when like they got robbed and john Candy's just like this buffoon in the whole thing and then he figured like he, there's no money in their wallets he's like we've been robbed <laughs> and so everyone's like do you think so <laughs> like it's just very quotable but they said the f word maybe twice there was no suggestive sexual content. There is no smoking. There's no uh, – there's a little alcoholic use in it. Honestly, I don't think that deserved an R rating, but I would be more comfortable letting my kids watch that than some of the PG-13 movies. Now, you're going to think I sound like a weird 40-year-old mom or some crap, but on, I'm serious. Like, like there's this Bigfoot movie I watched when I was little, not Harry and the Hendersons, but it was this other adaptation movie with this weird French hunter guy. It was really weird um yeah really weird but basically um they swore so much i'm like wow like i'm allowed to watch this like it's it's so weird how subjective these things can be and how much it changes and why a t rating is not going to be the same t rating and too loud why it's not going to be the same T rating in like two years, you know, like it just doesn't work. And it's yeah. uh, it's a horrible guide for parents, honestly.
1: And I feel like because every parents... kid's
0: different, they're they're going to like see it differently. They're they're going to um they're going to react to it differently. You know, right. like I, I know some kids that like if they were watching a movie and somebody said, damn it, they would just be astonished. Like, oh, my goodness. what?"
1: Yeah. What, what what are these directors thinking? Like yeah, so I'm gonna add on to that. So what are you brought upon I this person land? I definitely think ratings are gonna start being way more lenient. Like literally, you could be a ten year old and you can watch a. You'd be like no, probably more like eight and watch a PG-13 movie. Or B twelve and watch a rated R movie. I think it's gonna be that and, and
0: and who hasn't though, you know? Like well, I, yeah. when when I was eight I was watching so many PG thirteen movies, you know. Like my mom, like if I watched a new movie that my parents didn't know about with a friend or something, they'd be like, wait a minute, you weren't supposed to watch that because we haven't seen it first, you know, which is the exactly. common guy it's like we need to watch it first. But if it's a common old movie, like something like Breakfast Club or like Airplane, like Airplane, I'm pretty sure it's rated R. It makes sense, but yeah, you, you, to... sh- you should not be have to be eighteen the to humor, watch something like that. The humor that. in it is definitely because there's no sixteen rating. There's no fifteen rating. I watched that yeah. movie when I was twelve or when I was like eight. I didn't get it. I watched it when I was twelve. I thought it was funny. I watched it when I was fifteen. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and I still watch it from time to time now. But there's no way, like in the eighties, like that was an R rated. You know, it's it's iffy. I, I'd uh, I'd say 13 is an appropriate age for here's it. Here's another thing. Mm-hmm.
1: SpongeBob, for an example. Okay. I rated, I'm pretty sure E10, or if it were to be a game rating, but it's PG, PG, right?
0: Well, a- as a show, you know, um, it's like TV, TV. Uh, I don't know the TV ratings. Uh, it's called TVY, TV Youth.
1: Youth, yeah, so in SpongeBob, it has a lot of um references in it that only adults can understand.
0: Well, sure, innuendos, yeah, that's a different thing. You can't like, really, you
1: some really weird ones that like you, you
0: can't really judge a movie, a show based on like hidden jokes or innuendos, you know. I think that's like, oh, no, they do
1: that on purpose.
0: It's well, part of the well yeah, that's to make but it I, more – th- that's to make it bearable for, like, when you have, like, three kids. They're just running their mouths, and you got to give them some Ritalin and just sit them in front of a TV so they can sleep for five minutes. You, it, yeah. it needs to be bearable. It's not just, like, a bunch of kids running around, like, screaming complete nonsense. They're like, why are my kids watching this, and why am I putting up with it? You know, like, you got to – you gotta you gotta have it yeah. to a point where I guess like, they do
1: try to make it bearable for even like adults to watch, because of course if your kids are watching SpongeBob all day long. I don't think you want to sit there and hear like what SpongeBob laughing at the top of his mm-hmm. own like two hours straight. For oh yeah no I mean nowadays just, it's much them. worse. You for probably sure. have some mental breakdowns if you heard SpongeBob laugh for that long. Oh for
0: sure like it's basically the equivalent of going to a zoo and giving a monkey crack and then just
1: <laughs> Let sitting him, like, in for the show. It, it, show.
0: It's the same thing, you know, like, and, and that's why, like, I personally think that you shouldn't rate something based on innuendos or like hidden jokes or something like that. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, there all, there's always going to be something that someone can make a innu- innuendo about. Yeah. There's people of weird minds that too.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, again, so hard. Yeah. And, like, the fact is, like, games, I think that, like, the standards standards for games are going to be a long time ago. Okay, so you know how there's a law that says you cannot advertise cigarettes to children or tobacco products to children? Mm -hmm. I'm not completely sure, but I think it was the general surgeon, the, the ETF, or both. That made that role. Um. can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. But basically, um, on the NES, on the NES, there's a game called Marlboro Man, and you know the cigarette company Marlboro. Basically, Mm -hmm. it was like this motorcycle game, but it was branded with um the Marl. It was this motorcycle rider, um, decked out Marlboro logo stuff. It was banned the game because it was just a promo- promotion, but it's like, you know, it's yeah, it was a kids game, but it's like, but now like if you play GTA, you're driving like stunt planes and crap that have like um, beer advertisements on them. They're, they're fake companies, obviously, but there's like you can drive like a, oh well,
1: yeah, that's that's like,
0: like there's that's a Redwood racetrack. Really
1: well, yeah, yeah I right, guess well. so.
0: There wasn't really a rating system back then, though, is what you got to consider. And mm-hmm. so, like, I, there's nothing that you can do that's set in stone because, like, obviously, people are still playing Super Mario Brothers today. You know, they play it on emulators, ports. Obviously, like games back then, like the, the wildest thing, thing you could ever come across was something like Mario Man. And, but if you have a game like Minecraft you can expect that game to be played in another 50 years by people because it just really hit off. And Tetris, you know, it's almost almost 50 years old. People are still playing it. That's why you got to find a system that works. And I think, like, something as subjective as this isn't going to work. And you said uh, Cyberpunk is pushing it. Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. Yeah. I um, I played it, and I'm like, holy
1: cow. Ten times worse than GTA, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and it's like still M-rated. It's like okay, well, yeah, I like guess I get. I guess the standard has changed so much, oh, you yeah. know. And it, it sounds like it's A-rated now. Now <laughs> nowadays, there's a longer process for approving games. Like if the DLC, there's some such a thing as DLC now, and they have to approve that. And they for digital games, they can only approve it after it's been released, you know, mm-hmm. and. What's crazy, if you misrepresent your game and you have to ship it out again with different labels, that will cost them a, a lot. So ESRB will actually fine you $1 million. What the? Yeah. If you misrepresent your your ratings and stuff, that will happen. Same thing actually happened to Oblivion. Um, they found some torture scenes that they just hadn't really looked over. And they're like, oh, this is here. Well, let's make it R-rated, you know? But there was a huge debacle about it. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, all in all, I think overall an effective system, just like rating movies, it's too subjective to be an enforceable system or code to act upon. And it's also I don't want to go on about this, but don't use common sense media. That is just ridiculous. You know, read reviews on it. But not there. <laughs> like I read, read IGN. They're, they're good at that. They they're very informative.
1: Yeah, they put a lot of time into that.
0: For sure. Like they have a whole team. All right. So I think that's all for today. Uh, just want to give a quick thank you to everyone for dropping by and listening. We really appreciate your patronage. Um. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh. This is a. I'd say this episode fall generally the same format of what we do. But yeah, um means a lot to us that you guys are listening. We love watching our the count of viewers rise, like like on our dashboard when we view it, we're like, Oh dude, that's awesome. Like honestly, every time we see two views in a day, we're like, That's crazy. Two people listen to us on such a major platform like spotify and it's honestly crazy you know like you can imagine it's like i was on tv today you know and (sighs) two people and two people actually saw me that's what it's like hey we're
1: getting out there that's what matters Yeah.
0: yeah and like honestly like we don't even care like if we did this every week for four years and we got three views every day We would still be super, super happy. I don't know why we would keep doing it for four years, you know? Yeah. We'd probably have, like, other stuff to worry about by then. But, you know, like, honestly, this is just really fun. We love hearing from you guys. We love hearing from you guys. Again, all that contact information down there, we would love to hear from you, our Google voice number. If you guys want to be a guest, star on the show, please feel free to reach out to us either at the Google voice number or Instagram at chief underscore and, or sorry, it's hyphenated, right? Um,
1: I think so.
0: Okay. Uh, try both. I forget. We'll put, sorry.
1: It, we'll put it in the description. Yeah. So yeah, feel
0: free to reach out to us either through, um, Instagram or through our Google voice phone number uh, at- Give us any criticism. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear more about. What what, do you want to hear about for a new episode, idea, you know? Like, we would just, like, we're very eager to hear from your guys' input. We want to know what you guys are into. We would love another guest speaker. That was so fun when we did that. I'm going off, but really, like, we're just so thankful for you guys for just showing up and listening, it means a lot. Yeah,
1: Dan, anything uh, you want to say? Um, just once again, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really enjoy doing these podcasts, and we'd love for some people to come join us and talk and give us some topics to talk about. Right. So that's all I gotta say.
0: Oh, and other quick thing: uh, if you go to our anchor page. anchor.fm slash chief and mo. Chief and mo is hyphenated. If you go over there you can actually uh, drop by some Okay, never mind. Uh, Yeah, if you go over there you'll see that you can reach us at 415-579-2047 That's our number and then you have all the links where you can reach us at Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public Or just copy our our RSS feed, and our Instagram is also there. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, All of you, please stay safe. Have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for wearing your masks. This has been Chief and Mo. Adios. Adios.